hi all and welcome back for another live streamed question and answer session from the Bankies. Thanks for joining us and I'm delighted to say that Jamie Darrick and Nicky Little are with us tonight. How are we lads? Hi. Thanks. How has uh, lockdown been, been treating you both? Jay, I'll come to you first for that one. It's tough. It's tough for everybody. Um, but no, I try to keep myself in a routine as much as possible. Um, we're working things like that, but no, it's, it's tough on everybody. But hopefully... Hopefully it all comes over quite soon. Nicky, how are you doing? Uh, it's just kind of got to adapt to the situation, don't you? It's um, awkward and difficult for everyone, so hopefully we'll just stick together and kind of see it out and then try and get back on the all park as soon as possible. Jamie, obviously the league decided that um, they were going with the, the average points um, over the course of the season. That then means that, that we finish uh, ninth, I think. Do you think that's a, a fair reflection overall? Um, I think it's I think it's difficult. I think whatever decision um they came to was wasn't going to be popular with with some people. Um obviously for myself we were quite inconsistent over over the course of the season, didn't have a great start, um, then had a, a bit of a bit of a bounce when the gaffer came in and then quite a, a a dip again and then picked up towards the end of the season. So for myself it probably is a true reflection. Um might not be for other teams, but it was a tough decision that they had to come to. Nicky, obviously this week um, the club released a, um, a number of players who will be moving on at the end of the season. Is that one of the hardest parts of, of football for, for you guys? Uh, of course, because you get, you've get you got um, a whole year at least with a group of boys who have spent three times at least a week with, who you go on nights out where you get friendly, where you talk to away from football. That's when you see them most weeks and then when you're get pals there and they're, they're moving on or whatnot it is, it is tough um, but we had, a, we had a great changing room really um, a few good nights out and stuff and obviously we had a good well, we were close knit as well but hopefully just be for next year as well hopefully we get another close knit bunch and um, kind of helps us kick on up the league good stuff um, well Ryan Murray um, who's the manager of our new Sunday side uh, and he was the manager of Mental Health United um, he's going to kick us off tonight, and he's asking about the, your respective paths in football. I'll, I'll stay with you just now, Nicky. Um, who did you play for um, at youth level, and, and how have you got to where you are today, essentially? Um, growing up, uh, it was just school up Yak I played for. Um, we were a good boys club team. And then I was up to about age 17, I went to America for four years uh, on a scholarship. And when I came back, and that's when I joined Largs for a year, odd, I think. Then went to Australia for a year. And then when I come back, I've been at uh, Clydebank for two years, Pollock for a year and Clydebank for another two years. Jamie, what about yourself? Um, so like Nicky, I started off at um, Gourock Yak um, in the year above Nicky. Um, and then moved on to play for Camps of Blackwatch, who were quite a, a good juvenile side. Um, then I went to, to the States for a year. I played in Kansas for a year, which was a great experience. Um, Came back, played for Campsy, finished my 21s at Campsy, um, and then moved into the juniors way. We Ashfield um, had a season at Pollock, Urban Meadow, back at Urban Meadow, and then this is my fourth year at Clay Bankner. Uh, Ryan's question continues. What was the biggest thing that you learned in the States? And, and that's for both of you, but I'll stick with you just now, Jay. Um, I think one of the biggest things is um, your fitness levels. It's, it's probably the fittest I've been in, in my career. Um, was when I was in the States. Um, it, was, it was something they were really, really big on. Um, it's the toughest pre-season that I've had. 
Um, but no, probably taking care of yourself is quite a big deal. What about yourself, Nick? I'd agree with Jai's. I think Americans are not very stereotypical, but they're athletes, first and foremost. <laughs> Pre-season was tough. You're doing three sessions a day sometimes in the gym and then tracks and whatnot. But then, apart from that, I think it's a kind of tactical side though as well. It becomes your training at least every five days a week. So it's there's only so much you can do. And then you've got to look at the tactical side though. It's a say more tactics and fitness as well. I agree with Jai. Well, st- staying on that on that sort of topic, someone's asking what's the best thing about Climank, um, about sorry about, about playing for Climank, and how does that then compare to, to the other clubs that you've you've played for over your career? Um, no, also I, I love Climank. I love playing at Climank. It's um, I'm comfortable there. You know what I mean, I'm, I enjoy my football when I go. It's um, I know what I'm going to get. It's I know the boys, I know the club, I know the board. Like, so I know I'm, I'm comfortable in what I can do. I'm not feeling that pre- there's pressure there, but. You know, can you can deal with it and move on from it. So it's no, I really enjoy Clydebank and it's the best club I've played for. Jay, what what about yourself? How does it compare to, to other teams? Um I think the probably the biggest thing that strikes you about the club is this is the fans club and they don't support anybody else. They don't support Celtic, they don't support Rangers, they're Clydebank fans. Um they've seen far better players than us over the years. Um so to any any of the new boys that are going to become in the team enjoy it, embrace it and, and take on as, as Nicky says, that, that, that pressure that, that people are paying in to see and, and try and be successful. You mentioned those new boys and p- potential signings. Obviously, we're, we're not too sure when the season's going to be back um, as it is, but we obviously had the, had the backroom team on uh, last weekend. What would you say about their training and, and how they work as a, as a dynamic, essentially? It's um, They're very thorough. I don't think they leave any chance. Say everyone's fought out for probably weeks on end. I don't think guys, Kirky, Gaffer, Drew, it's, they, don't rock, they don't rock up to training and go, right, this is a session we're going to do. We'll just we'll talk about it five minutes before. It's been fought out probably who we're playing in four weeks and there'll be a session to relate to that in four weeks' time. Um, I would say that's what they're very good at and they're, they're very good at communicating and getting the point across or what they're, what they're wanting. What about yourself, Jay? Um, I just, you know, the same as what Nicky was saying, I think. The detail that especially the gaffer gives you on a Thursday night preparing for a Saturday. Um, he's probably very, very good at getting everybody in the position, something on who they're going to play against. Um, shared responsibility over the whole coaching staff. Everybody's got their input. I think for quite early on, everybody could see the detail Drew had put into set pieces and things like that. We've had a wee bit of joy for them. Um, Kirky obviously really knows his stuff. He's, his coaching's great. Um, and, and Gaz has got that input of just being a player as well. He, he knows, he knows what will make us tick. Well, uh, talking of training, David Monroe has asked a question for you, Jay. Who's the most difficult striker you faced in training for the Bankies? So a fellow, a fellow player. Um, striker. I'm not going to say him because he's on here. Um, probably not even a striker. Um, nah, I'm not. Ryan Dees when he was um, when he was at the club. Dees he was horrible to play against um, small sided games and boxes and things like that these could embarrass you probably cur- currently I don't really like playing against Cammy. Um Cammy's always trying tricks that he's seen on YouTube or something like that he's trying to nutmeg you and things like that he watches far too many videos um, so Cammy's capable of nutmegging you once or twice in a session Nicky you mentioned there that uh, you, you're not a striker. Obviously, there's been plenty of debate over the, over the years whether you're a striker, you're a midfielder, you're a ten. 
what is your preferred position and, and, and where do you enjoy it most? Um, if you probably asked every football player, if you asked a preferred position, they would say behind us, a lone striker and a 10 when you put two banks to four behind you. But um, I probably would say that is my preferred position. Um, I just seem to get joy here. I kind of score majority of our goals when I'm playing there. Um, sometimes when there are two up front, sometimes I feel if I'm behind the two up front, it's a bit restricted with movements. And if I'm making runs, I've made the same runs and stuff like that. But I would say my preferred position would be behind a lone striker, but everybody would say that, wouldn't they? Well, you've certainly, certainly done well in your time. 88 goals, I think you're on just now. Is the Peter Sill one from Long Range still your, still your favourite? Um, I either that or the Renfrew one from last year. We're playing Renfrew at Mary Hill. Um, out of log against the goalie, but either them two, I I'd have with them. Jay, you maybe don't have as, as many goals, but what's been your sort of favourite experience or, or memory playing for us? Um, probably it was probably two. It was probably the, the year we got promoted, um, which was my first year. Um, probably didn't deserve it. Truth being told, a really inconsistent part of the season, and it probably didn't look th- look as if we were we were going to get promoted. Um, then the squad changed a lot in the summer. It was a totally different squad the season after, and we had a really difficult start of the season. And then I think winning the cup final against Pollock um, at Canvas Lang was, was a big deal. It kind of pushed us on a wee bit, and we managed to get safe that year. So probably the cup final um, and and getting promoted. Eh? Uh, I'll stick with you just now, Jai. Maka has asked, what are the origin, origins of Jai pouring a bottle of water over his head coming onto the park before every game? I've seen that. I don't actually know. Um, it's I don't know. It's it, one of the things that you're probably not even aware that you're doing. Um, Casky hands me a bottle of water before before we leave the changing room every Saturday. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too tired for the warm up or something like that. I need to wake myself up. Um, but no, I don't even know. It's one of the things you're not even aware you're doing. Nicky, have, have you got any superstitions or or seen any sort of crazy ones over the years? Um. Nah, not really. Like when you break it down, like if I, if I if I did do one, like if I put my right shin guard on first and we get beaten, you're like, what's the point? What's how how is putting the right shin guard on before you're left going to make you play better? Um, I don't really have any now. And it's the usual ones: putting your right boot on first, putting your left boot on first, um, putting your shin guards on first. But I don't think off the top of my head any any unusual ones really. I'll stick with you for this one. Um... Scotts and Banky asks um, both of you actually, but I'll, I'll stick with Nicky first. Do you see yourself coaching um, or managing after you finish playing? He says you'd both be suited to it. Uh, not really. I've not thought about it to be honest. Um, it'd be hard to probably walk a bit away from a game when I've been played it my whole my whole life really. If when the time comes when that is, but hopefully it's not too soon. But um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't shut the door. I, I would say I would say aye. I would say some sort of involved in football some way uh, but hard to kind of walk away after another, a lot of years I've been involved in it Jamie do you see yourself as next gaffer um, I think it's probably something that you would definitely want to stay in the game same as what Nicky said um, it's something that I think I'll, I'll probably try and have a crack at um, whether you're any good at it is a different story um, whether it be a coach or a manager sometimes you see what the preparation and things like that go into it, you probably wonder if it's worth the hassle sometimes. We get to rock up at training and everything's there for us, rock up on a Saturday and everything's, everything's laid out for us, play a game and go home. Uh, but no, it's something I definitely, I see myself staying in the game, whether it's coaching, whether it's managing, but I definitely, definitely in some way. 
obviously both of you when the first team are training are training across the park from the, the academy players and <coughs> um, this is one from um, either Minnie, uh, Paul Minnie or Scott Carson what advice would you give to, to the boys that are looking to establish themselves and, and make the step up to become regular first team um, I think it's pure cliche to say it but just work hard I think um, a gaffer's shown and even Kieran before um, before the gaffer has shown that they're not scared to put put boys from the academy in. You've got to look at Matty, who's come in and established himself certainly this, this season. Um, and the team, Ross before him, Dylan and Ocean have featured um, young Adam come up this season as well. And it's, again, cliche, it says if, if if you're good enough, then you're old enough. And I think the gaffers is certainly something that he's, he's going to tap into. Nicky, what about yourself? No, I definitely think Jai touched on it. The, last, the past two managers have been brilliant at it. Um, getting boys up and even just feeding them some boys a week at training so there's two boys a week we're coming up under Kieran I think just training with boys um, getting used to the environment and stuff like that but I would say just come up and don't be scared to make mistakes I think you see some boys that come up and they just kind of just, just, just want to keep the ball nice and tidy and just go home as if they're the one that you learn just fit in but they shouldn't be scared to make mistakes and just be brave and try and make <laughs> Talking about being brave Jai this one's from Harkey says that you're uh, no stranger to an acrobatic attempt on goal. Have any of them ever come off in a game? I think he's probably just talking about the one against, the one against Gervin. Um, the one that hit the bar, nah, it's as close as I came. Um, and nah, that was it. It was something I tried during the game. Probably wouldn't try it ever again. Uh, how sore I was after it. But no, nah, it's, if it's if it's there to be tried, then you'll try it. But no, nah, none, none's ever, ever went in. Nicky, obviously you're... Um, an attacking slash flair player is that something that you've always wanted to do and uh, like enjoyed essentially? Um, after, but uh, overhead kicks, uh, just sort of <laughs> good attacking play, shall we say? Before the general I'm stiff as a board. I don't know if I've got my luck up in the overhead kick. Um, of course, seen a bit of something different. Always good, isn't it? As long as it has a back in it. Uh, Jai, we've got one uh, coming in just now, Lindsay O'Hagan. Out of all the teams that you've played for, which team has given you the most rewarding experience? Probably, Clive, I've been fortunate enough to kind of win something at every team I've been at. Um, but probably most successful over a, a longer period of time has been Clyde Bank. As you said, we've got promoted, we've, we've won a trophy. Um, we managed to stay in the league with first year back in the top league um, after the club been out it for was it two or three years. Um, and year on year we've probably been successful um, I think we finished in the top eight last year things are obviously a wee bit different this year with, with the way it's finished in that but no that's probably I definitely quite bank Nicky obviously Jai mentions the way that the season's uh, finished totally out with our control um, someone I think it was uh, Billy was asking you must be disappointed not to not to reach the 20 again just uh, different, different uh, circumstances do you set numerical targets for, for goals each year? Um, some, I think you always start, start with, I think most strikers just always start with 10. Once you get double figures, you can start adding on five or set new targets. But I think you always want to get double figures for a season if you're an attacking player. Um, so I always just say start with 10 and then build from there, see how your season's going. This is uh, one from Colin Cameron for, for both of you. I'll, I'll come to you for, for this first, Nicky. <laughs> You've both been with the Mankeys, um, I think it was 260 appearances between you. Uh, so you've played in plenty of different colour strips. What's been your favourite to play in? 
Um, both strips of this year are nice. Um, I'd probably say the, the black one when that first came out, the old black one. Um, obviously, white one's nice, but it's because the old black one was different then. I had the hat to go with that. I was, I was real nice that one. How about yourself, Jamie? I probably the black one. I think a black strip looks smart on on any team. Um, I know it's changing this year, um, but probably the black one. I didn't like the yellow one we had two years ago. I hated when we had to wear that because it was horrible. I hope that comes back. Uh, we've got a couple more coming in here. Um, Scott McLaughlin uh, is on asking who's had the most annoying habit in the current or the previous squad. Stick with you, Nicky, for that one. Annoying habit? Oh, Chris Black, Paul Bum. Every week, these talk about spreadsheets. You turn about training, they're talking about spreadsheets and formulas. They're doing a laps around training as well, and they're talking about formulas you use and which jobs will work. They just love work. I'd probably say them too, don't shut up about it. Jamie? Um, I'm going to I'm going to go on on him again. I'm going to go Blackie again. Um, Blackie's got quite an annoying habit of not taking his turn driving um, to right. training or games or buying the coffees. Um, he's going to take a bit of doing here, but it's, it's well deserved. <laughs> Poor boy isn't even here even here to defend himself. He deserves it. <laughs> For those that maybe don't know, obviously you guys travel together. There's been quite a good sort of Inverclyde contingent in the car school over, over the years. There must be a, a couple of stories there. Uh, oh, no, there's one where we trained one night at Inverclyde. Well, no, no, we trained, what was it, John Paul, what was it, the high school, Clydebank High. And it was late. We trained from 8 till 10 the first day, so it was a graveyard shift. Time you finish it, it was 10 o'clock, then we get showered, it's quarter past 10. We've got to get back down the road. And it was Alan Frizzle and Jamie Lydon. And it was a big debate. Wouldn't they get in the car for 10 minutes to see who was driving shotgun? Aye, there's, there's, um, there's a video of that that we could maybe put out one night, but Big Jamie will probably know the happy because it shows him in quite a bad light. He's, uh, oh, he throws, his, will remember it. throws his toys out of pram, doesn't he? Jim Wyden, we know you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Cummins is on for the next one. What is the best thing about being a banker? Um I would just say being a, a part of it, you know how much the fans have worked. So like we know what's happened to the club and you know where the club's going now. It's on the cusp or something, I think. I think even if we're not around for it, but it is on the way up. So I think they know it's it's generating, it's getting a bit of momentum behind it, the club, and it's really going to take off soon. So I just hope it's we're a part, we're still around for that. But it's they've kind of together and when things are going well with the fans and the club and the board and the players, it's it is brilliant when you're a part of it and it's all going well. Jack? Um, I think, again, what Nicky said, I think the excitement is coming now. Um, I think we would all love to be 21, 22 again and, and starting your career at Clydebank with where the club's going to go, with the freshness surrounding everything, being back at home park. Um, obviously, the club's been through quite a bad time like, a few years ago um, and now they're getting back to where they obviously want to be. Um, it's in great hands with the gaffer. Um, everybody at the club's doing the right things for to get the club back where it should be. So I, I would say probably the excitement surrounding the club now is probably the best thing. And I, I take it um, moving into the, obviously the, the new West of Scotland League is just as exciting for, for the players as, as it is for the fans? Aye, definitely. It's it's fresh and it's new. Um, there's, there's some different teams joining. There's, there's teams that are going to go quite big, I think, in, in, 
and make quite a mark on it. So it's about us about going and, and putting our own stamp on it and, and trying to be successful in it. How about yourself, Nicky? Is it something you're, you're looking forward to? Ah, definitely. It is fresh. It's as a new league set up. We don't really know how it's going to go, if it's going to be conferences or or whatnot. You've just heard kind of rumours from now. But even if it is, it's going to be teams you've not played or it's going to be places you've not been. And it's you know, a reward at the end of what it's going to be to get up the pyramid. So it is a bit of freshness about it. And it is a bit of buzz and excitement kicking around about it. I don't know if this is one of your pals, Nicky, but uh, they're asking if you're looking forward to making it uh, two in a row for the Banky, Banky Babes player of the year. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's one of my pals, eh? For you guys, obviously, we are a fan on club. Does that make a difference for, for players as well? I think it's got to make a difference. Um, as I say, look, I appreciate coming and put, like, playing for these people that are turning up on a Saturday in the pouring rain to come and watch you. Um, when they could go and watch a Celtic, a Rangers, anybody like that. Like, I appreciate that these people have gained up their time. And and again, it's not even just about coming to watching a Saturday. You see the work that went on at Home Park last year, people gained up their Saturdays during the summer when they can be spending time with their families, um, coming to make sure that we've got the best facility to go and, to go and be successful. So, I, it's, being a fan on club, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And I think it's important that everybody who comes to the club does get that. How about yourself, Nicky? Obviously, the fans have certainly taken to you over the years. No, definitely. I think we got on well. Um, myself and Jai, the fans and stuff like that, we speak to him after games, before games, so you know how much it means to him. Um, you know how much a good clay bank means to the kind of whole town, town as well. And I mean, it's when we were going for a promotion a few years ago, it's twice, it was hundreds of games. So, I mean, the whole town was right behind us, and it's so both in the, the newspaper, everybody's behind you, you know how much it means to everybody. So as once you grasp that and you know how much like, they care, kind of it pushes you on, you know what I mean? I've got another another question uh, coming in like what's been your favourite away day and favourite away ground to play at? I'll come to you, Jay. Um favourite away day. Um it's tough. <laughs> uh, Say one of the, the Scottish Cup away day last year, um, away to Canoe was a good day. That was a cracking day. Um, I think we won three nine, um, and then we went back to their social club, and I think it was for a lot of the new boys and even myself. It was one of the big kind of Scottish Cup away days. You seen how much the fans appreciated it, how much they enjoyed themselves. Um, coming up, going any Scottish Cup away day and, and getting the results is a good day. And it just so happens that you scored at Canoe away, so that's right. Nicky, have you got any particular favourite away days? Um, no, because well, I, the canoe one, I was injured. The fourth or West End a few years ago, I was injured as well. So a big Scottish Cup ones, I've not really, I've not really experienced really. Um, so for a few years, we've not been very good in the Scottish, that's why. Um, but just your, your general, you always look forward to going to good parks and good stadiums, don't you? And it must have been good <laughs> to see Jamie Dara cut out with a nicky little celebration at Canoe. Uh, stuck a knife right in, didn't he? <laughs> You've both mentioned, obviously, the, the new, surface, new surface at Home Park. Um, someone's on asking, do you prefer uh, grass or astro? Um, I think if you're, a good, if you're a good grass park and it's maintainable, I prefer a good grass park over an astro. But 
for where Clydebank's going, it's, it's it's not the option. You can't go by Grass Park to have all the, the youth teams on it and all the Saturday morning teams, Sunday teams on it. It wouldn't be, a, it's not sustainable. Um, but based on preference for playing on a Saturday and on a park, I put a good grass park over an Astro because I'm getting on a wee bit and my, my back and my, my knees are feeling it on a Sunday and a Monday. Old man Derek, I presume you share those sentiments? Aye, definitely. Um, I think anybody that plays would, would like to play in a good a good grass park. But it does have its benefits. Like when you know you're playing at home, you know your game's on. You're not waking up on a Saturday morning wondering what the weather like, waiting for a pitch inspection. You, you can prepare properly and know that your game's going to be on. The benefit of having one place to train in that as well, and we're not going between places, Claybank High, John Paul, whatever. Um, that's where we're going to be. Uh, Nicky, obviously, someone had asked Jai who was the, the, the toughest opponent that he's, he's faced in training. Um, Andy Smith is asking who has the best trick with football at the club? Definitely not me. Um, it's definitely not Chris Black either. <laughs> I would say Cammy. Cammy, maybe. Cammy's, he loves his skills and his tricks, doesn't he? Um, Homer, I imagine. But I'd probably go with Cammy. I think that just about wraps us up for, for the, the live questions coming in just now. Um, I'll co briefly come on to the, or go back to the question, sorry, um, about management. Uh, a few people coming in saying that you've, you guys have now played under all of the managers, played under Budgie, Kieran and, and Moff. What are the bits that you think you'll take from, from each of them going into potential coaching or, or management? Um, for me, Budgie, initially I only played under Budgie for, for six months, but one of the, the big thing that he done for me was, was sell a club to me. Um, somebody that was there a long time and, and was really successful at the club, he sold it to me. So taking that aspect of selling a club to somebody and, and making them feel as if they want to come here. Kieran obviously came for a senior, um, a senior background. Um, probably I was 27, 28 when Kieran came in and you probably think you know everything about football. Kieran educated us probably a lot more um, in terms of things that he tried to do. And, and there was a lot of success under Kieran as well. Since the gaffers came in, I, I've seen a massive difference in terms of training and planning and being, as Nicky said earlier on, really, really thorough. Um, it's something that I think I would really take forward with me if I was going to get into coaching is make sure your planning's properly, you, you've done your detail on, on your opponents on a Saturday. Nicky, is that something that you've, you've experienced as well? Uh, definitely. Um, I had about a year and a half with Budgie and probably a year and a half with Kieran as well. So probably them about similar amounts, but they were brilliant for me as well. Like, Budgie just let you go and play. I mean, he trusted your players. Um, we had a great team. And they just a lot of flair players as well, a lot of attacking players. And he just could let you go and play, but he trusted you get back in, you worked hard, and we had a great change room, and it, it suited us. Uh, Kieran was probably talking about more discipline and more about runs instead of just running about like a, a headless chicken kind of. Um, obviously, he knew more about shape and kind of getting this set up. And um, the gaffers probably helped with that as well. He's very, like you said, he's very thorough and he's, he wants us to play football, he gets it down and he's, he's good for us and suits us. And Nicky, staying with you, Stuart asks if you really are the biggest mourner at the club. That's after Andy P threw you under the bus. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think that's a bit of a raw deal, I think. I've got a feeling Mr Dark is going to clarify a few things on that. Aye, absolutely. And anybody will notice it now on a Saturday that me and Nicky fall out quite a bit on a Saturday. Uh, <laughs> 
and it's just because he moans for nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, but no, it's maybe he would just say he's got high standards, but I'm just going to call him a moan. More than fair, more than fair. Uh, uh, we've got one coming in live um, asking who's the or who has the worst dress sense. There is a few. <laughs> there is a few. How long have you got? <laughs> there's, there's a list. Before he leaves the WhatsApp, um, Mark Waters, um, oh my God, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, I've seen Matt McLean sitting in a nightclub one night with a can of the goose jacket on all night. It's a bit terrible at all. It's about 30 degrees, wasn't it? Sitting in a can of the goose Ridiculous. Um, I don't care how much it costs, you can't, you can't do that. Um, I'd stick it to Blackie as well. He's got some questionable cloth as well. Took a doing. Poor, poor Blackie, he's getting it tight. Some flower of shots and stuff like that, and it's questionable. Uh, uh, he's the tightest man at the club, man. He's so loaded as well, and no buys. <laughs> I think that's probably a good place to wrap up before uh, Blackie takes it all and never returns. <laughs> Gents, thanks very much for, for joining us tonight. Thanks everyone for, for joining in and sending, us, sending in a question and hopefully we'll do something similar again soon. Thanks a lot. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.